Welcome to the Tzorba Merabanan Hilchot Shabbat program with Rabbi Shalom Razer. Tzorba is a revolutionary halacha sefer which guides you through over 300 topics in Jewish law in a unique signature style. In this weekly series specifically, Rabbi Shalom Rosner learns through the Tzorba Hilchot Shabbat volumes, helping us all master the halachot of Shabbat in just two years. Tzorba volumes are available for purchase worldwide on Amazon. And to learn more about Tzorba, or for those in Eretz Yisrael looking to purchase volumes, please head over to tzorbaolami.com. For more information, see the description below. And now, Rabbi Shalom Rosner. Shir 2 is dedicated to the safe return of Daniel Shimon ben Sharon together with all others who are missing and held captive in Israel. Okay, this is our second in the Tzorba Meirabanan series on the essays of Shabbos. Again, our text we use is the uh, Tzorba Meirabanan uh, Svarim, the Lax family uh, edition of the Tzorba Meirabanans. This is volume 16, the Wise Family volume, which is all about the essays of Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, Halakas Neiris, Tosefa Shabbos, Accepting Shabbos, Filas of Shabbos, Shnai Mikra, and the beginning of Kiddush, as we will get to. But we did last time all various halachas having to do with Erev Shabbos and preparing. And today we get into something else that happens on Erev Shabbos, uh, but it has to do with Shabbos directly, and that, of course, is Halakas Neiros. Halakas Neiros will be split into two shiurim. The first year that we will be discussing uh, is the reasons behind why we light Shabbos candles. Where did that mitzvah Durabadan come from? How many candles should one light? Uh, what should one use? What's the best type of light to use? The best place to put the candles um, and uh, lighting in <coughs> hotels or other uh, unusual places like that. So let's get into uh, lighting the candles. So that, first of all, the Shulchan Aruch says, and again, this is in the again volume 16, as I said, the second year starts on page 73. Uh, but again, we'll mention the Marmakomas outside and add in a few as, as well. The Shulchan Aruch says in Reish Samach Gimel, Siv Beis, that men and women are obligated. We'll turn, learn in next year why women generally are the ones that light the candles. But the Shulchan Aruch said, Even if someone doesn't have what to eat, Even though most mitzvot, if I'm ones, if I don't have enough money, I'm butter. Okay? I, I don't do it. I don't, have an, I don't have enough money for an esrog. I don't have to go sell the shirt off my back for an esrog. Right? There's a certain maximum they have to spend for mitzvahs. For to prevent lo, violating a low say, then there's no shit to give away all your money. But to, to fulfill a mitzvah sase, there are limitations. But there are a couple of exceptions to the rule, and this is one of them. Even if he doesn't have what to eat, he should ask, beg at the doors, and buy oil. And like Onik Shabbos, we'll get back to that lasha. Uh, but it is a, a mitzvah that you even have to sell the shirt off your back for. Why is that? Why would it be that? Why can you have an ones? Or we say like ones rachmana patre. Ones, uh, the Torah says, you know, it's uh, the Torah exempts you. So there is an Abne Nezer. It's a born Abne Nezer in the Chubis. The Sakha Chabra, the Abne Nezer writes in Arachayim and Simon Tafkov Aleph that he says it not here in this context, but the same Svara would apply. Uh, mitzvahs of Persumenisa. The Mitzvah of Persumenisa says the Abne Nezer, like nearest Chanukah, you have to sell the shirt off your back in order to get it. Why? Because you can't say, Hashem will give you the credit. It's as if you did it. You want to do it? The Gemara says, Hashem will give you the credit as if you did it. That could only apply where, by mitzvahs that we might call a misa focused, a misa oriented mitzvah. So that's where you could say, Hashem will give you the credit. But if the mitzvah is about achieving a result, about bringing a certain reality, that if that reality wasn't brought, then Hashem is not going to fault you. You're an ones, but you can't say as if you did it. 
She says, By most mitzvahs, you don't have to sell the shirt off your back. What do others have to do with my thought? So my thought, I wish I could do it, but Lamaisa, it's Pursume Nisa to others, and they didn't see it. Alkane, and that's why Neiris uh, Hanukkah and the mitzvahs of Pursume Nisa are different, but one might say the same thing by Neiris Shabbos. Neiris Shabbos is also about the result. As we'll see, it's not about the Maisad Laka as much as it is about the result. And therefore, maybe that's also part of why one has to sell a shirt off his back. Okay, so what's the time, the reasons behind uh, lighting Shabbos candles? So there seems to be two, or we'll get to three ideas. Three ideas in the Mepharshim based on Chazal about lighting Shabbos candles. The Gemara tells us in Shabbos Chafei, source number one, Amr of Nachman Bar of Zavda, Varmila Amr of Nachman Bar Rav Amr Rav, Halakas Neva Shabbos, Kova. It's a chova. It's an obligation. It's not an option. Maybe in contrast to the halakas nearest of Yom Kippur is an option, but halakas nearest Shabbos is a chova. Is it is an obligation? Rashi says there, kavod Shabbosu she'en suuda chashuva el b'makom arkein yimama because the meal is given chashivus when we light a candle. Fancy restaurants often there are candles when there's light. It's a suuda chashuva. You don't want to eat in the dark. So Rashi says that's the. Um, Chova. And that's the Lushan that Rashi uses is Kavod Shabbos. Let's keep that in mind. Kavod Shabbos. If you look at Tosfus right there, Shabbos Chavhei, Tosfus says, first of all, before he gets to the contrast in the Lushan with Rashi, he says the word of Chova here should not be confused that this is similar to Chova in another context, Chulun Kavhei, Mayim Achronim Chova. This is not like that type of Chova. Why? Because the Chova over there by Mayim Achronim that's just about prevention of a problem. The, the melech sodomis, the salt that used to blind the eyes, or to clean my hands, both of those are removal of a problem. Removal of a problem never gets a bracha. Right? Natilis, if Natilis Yudayim was only about removal, let's say, of the Ruach Ra, we wouldn't make a bracha in the morning. Right? Just like you don't make a bracha when you leave a cemetery and you wash your hands. If it's just removal of Ruach Ra, the only reason you make a bracha is whether it's like positive. We don't make a bracha on kashering. Hagalas Kalim, because you're just removing something not kosher. You make a bracha on Hosafas Kedusha, Tevilas Kalim, where we're being Mosif Kedusha, then we would make a bracha. Stosphus here says, don't think that the word Chova here by Alakas Neiris Shabbos is similar to the word Chova elsewhere by Maya Machronim. No, no, this is different. Rabino Tam says, Deshibushu, Delo Damil Maya Machronim. This is not like Maya Machronim. Why? Delo Havi Elolat Sala Bahamla. Maya Machronim is to prevent you and save you from a problem. Avalakas Neir. Halakas Neira is an obligation of Oneg Shabbos. Oneg Shabbos, right? So Rashi used the Lushan of Kavit Shabbos, and Rabbi Notami used the Lushan of Oneg. Again, both words are found in Ishayo, Peregrin Ches, but what, what, it sounds like it's, it's different. It sounds like Rashi lists like the land those as to honor the Shabbos, Kavit Shabbos. Rabbi Notami says Oneg, which means like to enjoy. Enjoy the Kielos. Maybe I would have thought that according to Rabbi Notami, Says to says Tosfis in the continuation that it's all about enjoying. So let's say I have candles lit from Friday. I don't have to like light new ones for Shabbos. I'm going to enjoy the candles anyway because they're already lit. No, Tosfis continues. Even according to the time that it's oneg, it has to be lit l'shem Shabbos. Shemhaya near mutlak v'homeid. Source number four. Sorch l'chabos v'lachzol l'halik. You have to relight it again. You have to relight it again, which makes it sound like according to Rashi holds it's covet Shabbos. Rabbi Nathan maybe holds it's both. It's covet Shabbos, so it has to be lit l'shem Shabbos, and it's onik Shabbos to enjoy on 
on uh, on Shabbos. We'll get to a Gemara later on, uh, but it could be, uh, this might even be in Machlokas Amorayim, whether it's Kabod or whether it's Oneg, because the Gemara talks about later on in Dabchavhei in Shabbos about Itchron. There are some Tanam that says you're not allowed to use Itchron, or Bishmol says in the Mishnah you can't use Itchron, a foul-smelling type of fuel. And Rava says, why? Because it smells terrible. And therefore what? Shabbos Chavhei, you might leave. If it smells so bad, you might want to leave the Shabbos table. So let him leave. What's the difference? So he'll leave. So what? So he'll leave. So Rav says back, no, Shadi Omar, Lucas neighbor Shabbos Chova. No, Lucas neighbor is a Pova. So you can't leave. What's the Nikodas Machlokas? You're going to buy in Rava. Suggest to Beisalevi that the Machlokas is about Kavid or Oneg. Right? If it's about Kavid, then once you lit it, you lit it. Then you leave, you leave. Okay. That's not, it doesn't ruin the mitzvah. But if it's about Oneg, you obviously have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it on, Sh- on, Sh- on Shabbos. Because it's about enjoying the the Rambam. Interestingly, explicitly has both. We said maybe that's Rabbi Tam, but the Rambam in Perak Hey of Elko Shabbos and Perak Lamed of Elko Shabbos, he has both Lashonos. The Rambam says in Perak Hey, Halakas Ne'er B'Shabbos Eina Rishus Im Ratzah Malik V'Ratzah Eino Malik. It's not a Rishus below Mitzvah. Shino Payav L'Rdof Achar Ashi Asena Ela Chovahi V'Echem Nalashem V'Echem Nalashem Chayavin Lios B'Vadein Ne'er Dolik B'Shabbos. There's an obligation for every man, every woman to have a candle lit in their house on Shabbos. Afilu ein lo mayokal. Right, the language of the Shofanar. That's where the Shofanar got it from. Shoal al apsafkem lokech shemen umalek asaner shezeh bechlau onik Shabbos. Says the Rambam enough for Shabbos and Perakay onik Shabbos onik Shabbos to have candles lit. But if you look in Perak Lamid, all the way at the end of Hilfah Shabbos, the Rambam says v'tzarach l'sakin beisum ibod yom mibnei. Kvoda Shabbos. The Erner Dalek, Vishopan Arachamita Mutsaras, Shkalelu, Lakovit Shabbos. Because it's Lakovit Shabbos. So, in the same set of Alakas, 25 Prakim apart, the Rambam says, Halakas Eris is owning Shabbos, Halakas Eris is Kovit Shabbos. There seems to be two elements, according to the Rambam, explicitly, maybe according to the Rabbin Rutam, we saw implicitly that Halakas Eris is both Kavod and Oni. What exactly is the definition of Kavod and Oni? What's the difference between the two? We used sometimes to say, Ah, oh, we Shabbos. But what's the difference before we eat sometimes? We say Lakavit Shabbos. So what's the difference between Kavit and Oneg? So I think I might have mentioned it in the last year, but this is the Kiddush of the Gra. The Gra in Hilchus Yantif. You have it there in source number seven on page 75. In Tavkop Chaptes, the Gra says, based on the Rambam. Look at the Rambam. Rambam has many examples of Kavit Shabbos in Perak Lamid. And if you look at them, there's a common denominator between all of them. Right? We spoke last week about not eating on Erev Shabbos. That's an example of Kavod Shabbos, going get the Shabbos with an appetite. But the Ramah gives other examples. Take a shower. Put on special clothing of Shabbos. To sit with bated breath and anticipation to greet the Shabbos Malka. Like he would go out to greet a king. The great rabbis used to gather their students on Erev Shabbos. They used to go out. The Ramah continues to wear special clothing. And also the Vosuda also, as we learned last time, one is not allowed to have a big meal. What do all these have in common? Says the Gra, Kavit Shabbos is everything you do before Shabbos. Before Shabbos, everything you do on Shabbos is Onik Shabbos. Onik Shabbos. 
right? That's enjoying the Shabbos. You honor Shabbos by doing all the preparations. When we take a shower, we should have in mind, I'm doing a covered Shabbos. I'm not just taking a shower because I'm hot and sweaty, right? When we set the table, everything is about covered Shabbos. We set the table that I think there's a shlok other that says when you set a table for Shabbos, for Yatif, there's a pasik in Yefeskel. That's a whole pasik. So it's nice to say that, that pasik as you set the table. But that's before Shabbos. That's covet Shabbos. Owning Shabbos is enjoying. As the Ramam says, And to enjoy it. Eating good food and, um, and being comfortable and, and doing things that you enjoy. And that's what the, the Gros says. In Tavkov Tavtes, you have it there based on the Rambam. For Rosona Lomar, Onekhu b'Shabbos atzmal v'kavadhu b'erev Shabbos. Right, so that is the, the Vilna Gaon. There is a beautiful thought there of Salvechik has uh, in his yard site Shirim, where he um, focuses on this Rambam. And he says, interesting, if you look at these four ways, I think he says three, I'll just add in the fourth. Uh, these ways that we're supposed to get ready for Shabbos, to wash ourselves and to special clothing and sit with bated breath and anticipation, Yoshi B'Kovid Rosh, Miyafal Kvalos B'nei and gathering in groups, Mekaps and Talmidehem. Says the Rav, there's another religious experience that we get ready for in the same way. And if the halakha demands that we get ready for in the same way or very similar ways, it must be that it's a similar experience. And what's similar? Tefillah. The way we get ready for tefillah, the Rav says, what do we do for tefillah? We, the Ramam is very harif about washing one's hands. Washing one's hands, well, we, we wash before we, we uh, daven. Misate patitsis. We, we go put on special clothing. We right, the binaga, or, a binaga all of us only to wear a talus, a talus gadol during davening. The Yoshe covered Rosh, to sit with bated breath. Remember the Chassidim Ari Shonim, 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 to sit with covered Rosh, getting ready to the experience. And Chassidim Ari Shonim, gathering in groups. Maybe that's Tila B'Tzibor. Maybe that's Tila B'Tzibor. So it's interesting, says Rev Salvechik. The same way that we get ready for Tefillah, we get ready for Shabbos. So what is the connection between the two? How do you, what's the parallel between the two? So Rev Salvechik said, maybe it's related to the finish of my grandfather. Who's my grandfather? What did my grandfather say? If you remember, if there's any Rebchayim, if there's any Rebchayim that people are familiar with, it might be this Rebchayim. The Rebchayim in Hilchas Tfilah in the Grachal Rambam, where Rebchayim deals with a steer in the Rambam. The Rambam says that there are, there's different types, it seems to be, um, let's see the Rambam first. First, the Rambam says that if you don't have Kavan and Davening, any part of the Amida, what is not Yotze? Number one. But number two, the Ramam also says that, as the halacha that we know, that as long as you have come under the first bracha, you're okay. Right? So what is it? So Rav Chaim explains, there are two types of kavana. One type of kavana is just additional to your davening. You're davening, and you should have kavana in your davening. And if you didn't have kavana, as long as you had kavana in the first bracha, you're okay. That's pirush amilu. Knowing what the words mean. I should try to know what the words mean, all of davening, but if I don't know every word, so then it's okay, as long as I had kavana during but then there's another type of kavana, says the Rav, says Bashem Rav Chaim, his grandfather. It's not an additional point. I daven and I should have kavana or not a kavana. It's part of the definition of davening. And if I didn't have this kavana, then it's misasik. It's like I'm just doing something. I don't even realize what I'm doing. And that kavana is knowing that you're standing in front of Hashem. Omed lefnei hamelech. And that's not really a didn't kavana, says the Rav Chaim. The kavana zu ain't din kavana, rakshu me etzim maisa tfila. 
If I don't recognize the experience that I'm involved in, and therefore it's ma'akev in every single part of davening. But if you say that, said Rav Salvechik, says now grandson, Rav Salvechik, maybe that's Shabbos also. And that's why the Rambam, we, we prepare for Shabbos the same way we prepare for tefillah. Because Shabbos is a 25-hour period of Aramid Lefei Hashem, of closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We said last week, we say to the Malachim, because even the Malachim can't be at the Shabbos table. It's just Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's the covet and the Oneg, the covet are the same ideas that we get ready for tefillah with. Same types of actions. And building on the grah, that covet is before Shabbos and owning is on Shabbos, that's Rav Salvechik paralleling it to tefillah. Okay, that's in the yard side share. Now we move on. So that's all so far. Two ideas relating to halakas of Shabbos. Is it kavod? Is it onik? And again, according to Ramam, it's both. When you light the candles on Arab Shabbos, it's kavod. You're honoring Shabbos. But then when you enjoy the candles on Shabbos, so then that's onik, that you're enjoying it. Good. Said so there's a third idea. There's a third idea, again, well-known, Shabbos Chav Gimel. Uh, the third idea is Shalom Bias. Rebecca's adds to the um, family harmony on Shabbos. And that's why Rav says in Shabbos Chav Gimel, Pshitali, ner beso v'ner ner beso adif. Source number eight. Right, if I only have enough money to buy a candle for Shabbos and a candle for Hanukkah, what wins? And you can't just use one for both because in Er Hanukkah, you're not allowed to get pleasure from. And Er Shabbos, you have to get pleasure from. So you can have one or the other. So the Gemara says, Ner base, so on if we should be Shalom Bais. Shalom Bais, and that's why you need the candle. What does Shalom Bais uh, actually mean? So if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, Nobody wants to sit in the dark. Nobody wants to sit in the dark. That's why Shalom Bais to light a candle. Um, according to that, it probably would only be where you eat because nobody likes to sit in the dark and eat. But if you look in Shabbos Chathay Amid Beis, the Gemara there also talks about Alakas Deiris and Rashi. There says something more expanded: Shaholech v'Nichshal v'Holech Pafela. I might trip on something when it's dark, which then the Nafkamina would be: You always have to have it on, and all in all the different rooms you need to have it on. It's not just a question about eating in the dark, but you don't want to trip. You don't want to trip. So that's the third idea when it comes to Halakas Deiris. We have Kavod and Oneg and Shalom Bayis. The Artha Shulchan. In Reisama Gimel Beis, you have it on page 77, uh, has a different affiliate between Kavod and Oneg, different than the Gra. He knew the Gra, but different than the Gra. Now, he feels that the difference is where you're eating and all the other areas. To light a candle where you eat, that's Kavod Shabbos. Shar Chadarim is Oneg Shabbos, because you enjoy when you're not going to trip and it's light in the other rooms. Oh, that's why uh, Mishabura quotes that one should have some type of light or source of light in any room that you're going to use on Shabbos. You don't trip. Halakas Nehra, Mr. Burr says, in 13, Have one candle. You don't trip. The bracha is only on the Makam Achila, but not on the other candles. So this is about background. Why is there a mitzvah? Why did Chazal institute a mitzvah of Halakas Nehra Shabbos? Mitzvah Durabanan, right? It's one of the Mitzvahs Durabanan. It's not one of the 613. According to the Bahad, the Bahad counts the Mitzvahs Durabanan. In his list, uh, it is covered Oneg, or Shalom Bayis. Number, that's background. Okay. How many candles? What's the Mitzvah? What's the Takana? 
says the Shulchan Aruch, we quoted this um, before, um, a candle, ner daluk, and even if he doesn't have as we read earlier. So ner daluk sounds like singular, ner daluk, and that's what the halacha is. The halacha is me'ikir adin, one candle, me'ikir adin, one candle. That's all one needs. And that's what the Mishnah Bar explains, that if you don't have so much money and you're being supported by uh, stucca funds or other funds, one candle. Right, you don't go splurge for a whole candelabra and uh, and many different branches. Says the Mishnah Berurah, "Ain't a kavod adin mo klam ayochal." If you have you have that basic necessities, umishishlo most mitzum samim mitzvas lechem lasuda shabbos kodem lakol bread. Veneir lashabbos kodem likak mishar machal. Bread comes before neir because you don't have bread. I guess you don't have shalom bayis either. But right after bread comes neir lashabbos kodem likak mishar machal. It comes some before comes before in the hierarchy before other foods, but. Just one. This also might be reflected in the bracha, right? Lahalik ner shal shabbos. You don't say nero shal shabbos. Ner. No matter how many kids you like, you like ner. We say ner because that is the bracha that uh, that is the remez to how many is the maker at the end. Like Hanukkah, halik ner shal Hanukkah. Doesn't matter what uh, how many candles one is lighting. The minog, though, as we know, is to light two. The minog is to light at least two. The kolbo. One of the Rishon and the Kabbalah says, because everything of Shabbos is two, is double, right? Shnei Kfasim, Lechem Mishnah, Zachar V'Shamar, right? Everything is, uh, is two, and that's why we have two candles. Uh, not quoted here, but there's a Gemara Shabbos, Lamech Gimel. Remember when the Rishon uh, and his son came out of the cave uh, for the second time, and they're looking around, and they see an old man running by with two Adasim in his hands. And they ask the new, well, what are those Adasim for? He says, look, covet Shabbos. And he's like, well, it's a covet Shabbos. Wow. Well, but why do you need two then? So that's also a Gemara that's brought as a, as a source for uh, lighting two candles, at least. Again, the Kobo does not quote that. He just says everything in Shabbos is two. Uh, but that's another. Two Adasim in that Gemara, two myrtles to smell. So that is the, uh, also a remez to the, uh, to the two. There is another number, just a parenthetically, Seven. Interestingly, the Bahali Gematria, I love this one. There's a lot of sevens in Shabbos. Shabbos is the seventh day. Um, if you look at Kala, Kala is Gematria 43. Four plus three is seven. Dag is Gematria seven. Marak, soup, is Gematria 340. Three plus four is seven. Yayin is Gematria 70. Seven plus zero is seven. Many of the foods that we Lamaisa eat on uh, Shabbos is uh, Gematria Seven. So seven is also an important number for Shabbos, not just uh, not just two. Okay, so we have two. Um, that's what the Gobo says, and that's what the um, Shochanara quotes uh, as well. Yezar lasos ner yapav yishchavim lasos shteip silos echa keneged zachar vecha keneged shomer. The Mishnah Bru explains that the um, there was a minute to light seven keneged the days of the week. Keneged ten aseres adibros, but we generally like two. But we generally add, Rev Mordechelio writes, but again, this is the Benega Olam, it's source number 20, uh, that the Benega is to add on based on the number of fam- uh, children of the family. Right, that's what we, um, we like Keneged, and it's a very special mitzvah, as we'll learn next, next time about the um, women, Dafka, Dafka doing it. But it's already mentioned earlier, it's mentioned before, Mordechelio, who can include Maharit, also quotes that uh, we like based on the um, number of people in the in the family, 
Um, and that's also, though, only if, so, if a woman is home. The Shemir Shabbos already writes, right? If somebody goes away for Shabbos and you're asking somebody else for Shabbos, you don't have to ask to light a bunch of candles, right? Connected the family members, right? It's like, you like to. You like to at home, you can light all your candles. But when you're away, the Shemir Shabbos quotes, Rav Norwith quotes in source 22, it's on page 81. When she's lighting in her home, she lights these extra candles. But she's not home. Right? When she's not at home, she lights too. She lights too. But La Dafka Gedova, you don't have to write in the big uh, candelabra. Right? Just, um, you know, um, the, the, um, however, uh, however many one lights, that's only to be at home and not to be used in, uh, not to be done in other places as well. Okay. There is a halacha that is known by the women. And it's uh, scary for women. It's based on a maharil. It's nowhere in Shas. Nowhere in Shas. The maharil writes, uh, again, it's one of the main sorum for the sources of uh, Minhagi Ashkenaz, that if a woman ever forgot to light a candle, she liked, forgot to light Shabbos candles, then she has to do something as a tikkun, as a knas. The maharil writes, source 23, Nishal Alisha de Mishtala, She forgot. You have to add in, they used to light, let's say, oil candles, add in a little of extra oil forever. Forever, you forgot once, forever more, you have to add in uh, a little bit of extra oil. And the Ramah quotes this minog in a, a little different, this knas in a little different way. The Ramah in Arachayim and Reisam Gimel, it's worth 24. You always allow to add on. So if she's supposed to light two, you always add on an extra one. And this is something that women don't want to hear. They don't want to. It's embarrassing for the rest of their life to, to be have to uh to have to add on. Um so there are many, many coolest. There are many coolest. And in almost every situation, there are at least some postcom to rely on that she does not have to uh, light an extra one. Again, Rafmanulitslan, if a child predeceases a parent. So then you don't, you never go raya. You're always mosif. You're always mosif. That's the Ramah. That Ramah. Right? You're allowed to, uh, to add on to the number. Um, but what, what, what are some of the limitations of this knas? So number one, what if she's Nansa? What if it's not in her control? She was about to light Shabbos candles. Then some crazy thing happened and her, and her child got injured and she had to go put on a bandaid. And then all of a sudden, Shkia. So, so what are you doing? Though? So Nansa, for sure. For sure, there's no knas by Ones. Sure, there's no cost by Ones, nothing to talk about, right? That's what the um, Mr. Burr says in Reisama Gimel, Sev Zion, Akanim, Nansa, Baladlika, Kagon Shahisa, She's in jail. Ain't it Srikhala Hosef? She doesn't have to add on. She doesn't have to add on uh, for this, um, in this case. But then there's a whole other issue. What about Bismanazeh? Right? We said, Kavan Onik Shalom Bayez, the three reasons for behind Tadlaka's Neiras, Sothe Shalom Bayez. Nowadays, so the knas was because she did something. She forgot it. Now, now there's no shalom bias in the house. One second. Nowadays, we have electricity. Nowadays, we have lights on. The candles don't really, aren't really most of anyway. So is there really a knas? Is there a knas nowadays when we have plenty of light in the house? Where the reason of the knas doesn't apply. The reason, oh, because look what she did. She messed up. And now it's going to be dark in the house. No shalom bias. There is shalom bias. So the, this is a machlokas aposkim. Whether... The fact that there are electric candles, um, electric lights. So does that tell us that there is no kanas? So if you look in the Malami Lahoel, Rudavitzi Hoffman, one of the Gdolim from 
150 years ago, or obviously Afan says, he quotes the Machlokas about it, but then he says, um, I don't think it helps. I don't think it makes a difference. I think she's still, she didn't lie it. It's her fault. She has to light an extra candle. See, at the end of 26, he goes, he goes to the uh, different uh, studim of the case that he's talking about there is with a husband lit. The husband's always getting close to Shkia, and he saw that the wife didn't lie yet. So he quickly lit for her. He lit for her. So that's similar to our case where she didn't get to it, but there wasn't darkness. So he thinks there, he says, I, I don't think you could say she doesn't have to do anything. That's Also the Shevet Alevi, Rav Vosner in Source 27 She forgot. That, you know, uh, included or not. So he says, first of all, Right. This is not in the, not only is this on Chazal, Gemara, this is not even in Rishonim. It starts with the Maharil. So it's hard to be Machmir in these cases. And that's what we try, almost every case, we try to find a Kula. Even though he says, he says, I not so clearly make them. Avokak, Nira, the Nikra, Shachafal, and Yazid. Is Shachafal, even if there are lights on, talk upon him. Avram, Mrs. Lachazanir, Reishi, Mitzvahs. But Ravovadia, Ravovadia and Chazanovadia says no. The minog is we don't. If there, are, if there, if there was light in the room, there is no knas. And Rav David Ribiat, uh, in his Sefer Thirty Nine Malachas, also said that even some Ashkenazic poskim are makeup. Bizbanenu says Ravovadia. Let's read his words. Shemalikim chashmal ha'iras kol habayis. You light electricity. If she forgot to add in her own candles, ain't a super losev cloud. She doesn't have to be Mosef. Right? There's, a, there's, no, there's no lack of shalom bias. And therefore, there is no problem. And uh, Rev. Uh, Ribia says that too. So again, Lomaisa, a woman for God. Well, so what, what a case is. We have this Maharil and the Roma. Close to Maharil. She has the head on the candle the rest of her life. So number one, maybe there's no kanas when it comes to electric lights and there was light in the room anyway. Number two, Ones. What exactly? How did she forget? Maybe she was busy with the kids and was totally not in her control. And there's a third idea. Most women don't forget on Shabbos. They don't forget on Shabbos. They're going to light candles. When does this come up? And I've gotten this Shiloh a number of times. Sometimes on Yantif. Sometimes on the second night of Yantif, you come back home uh, in Chutzlaretz or in, uh, um, in Eretz Yisrael in Rosh Hashanah. But you come back home and you're, you have to put the stuff on the hot plate and on the black and you got to get everything ready because you're going to prepare beforehand. Or Simchas Torah in Chutzlaretz. Torah night in Chutzlaretz. So it's so late and you're dancing and you come back and you're just serving the soup. You don't always remember. You don't always remember because it's happening on Yontif, not beforehand. So another Tzabah HaKel is the Knas might not have been on Yontif. Who says? Maybe it's just on Shabbos. Right? So again, that's something that is it's not so clear. So whatever... Uh, again, and whatever cool you can find in this area, we do because, as was said before, as Rav Ozer said, this is nowhere in Shas. It's a later Knas, and therefore we're generally Makel in almost every case. In almost every case. Good. What should so we talk about? Why? Why do we light? And we spoke about um, how many. So now, what? What should we light? What, what should one use? What's the best types of uh, materials and fuels and wicks? And this is, as we know, from the second parak in Shabbos, the Mishnah is in Bame Malikin. That's Bame Malikin, Bame Malikin. Right? Why do, with what do we light? What do we not light? So the whole Mishnah has a whole list of items that you're not supposed to use. Ain Malikin, Lobelech, Hazel, Bechos, and Lobelech, 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 L
any of these for wicks. Why? What's the problem? Why, says Rava in, in the Gemara? Because the fire isn't so clear. Amar Rava, source 31. Psilos shamru chachamim ein malikin mevashavas. The psilos that chachamim say you can't use, mipnei shehaor misatseches vahen. Because of the fire. Because of the fire that doesn't burn well. It doesn't burn smoothly. It jumps. And therefore we're worried that if you see it like that on Shabbos, you might come to fix it. So it's Xayra. You can't lie with this because you might come to fix it on Shabbos because this is the way of that type of flame. And the oils too. The oils that are listed there that you can't use. Zephyr, Shava, Kik, Shemen, Shreifa, Aliyah, Caleb. All of those are because it doesn't lie well, doesn't provide the appropriate amount of fuel. And therefore it is not allowed. And this is where we, what we saw before, we also know Rabbi Shual says you can't use Itron because it is foul smelling, but the Chum say you could use any. Chum say you could use any. Rabbi Tarfin says Shemin Zeiss. Rabbi Tarfin says Shemin Zeiss, only Shemin, Shemin Zeiss. Um, we don't pass like Rabbi Tarfin, right? We don't pass in that it has to be Shemin Zeiss, but Tosfus quotes there, Shabbos Chav Kimbal, that is a not the same reason as Shemin Zayis being Lechachila by Neiris Hanukkah, because then the nace happened with Shemin Zayis. But this is different, because Shemin Zayis gives the clearest light. The clearest light. Says Tosas, 34. L'ner Shabbos Pshita, to Shemin Zayis Mitzvah Amuvchar, L'fi, Shenim Shachach Rapsila Femikolu. It follows the wick better than any of the, of the others. It's the best, it's the clearest light, it's the best light, and that's why the Tosas says that, and that's quoted in Shulchan Aruch. Zohan says you can use any fuel. Shar kol of any fuel besides the ones listed that do not light well. You can use any madlikim behem. When we call makom, shemen zayis mitzvah mufchar. Shemen zayis is mitzvah mufchar, olive oil. Uh, but again, it's it's not based on the lachmosh we see now. It's based on the clearest light, the most beautiful light. So nowadays, many have uh, many women light with paraffin, the type of a clear or colorful light, and the flame is is gorgeous. So what can you use that? But again, obviously in the days of uh, not so long ago, everybody used to use wax candles. Wax candles, that's okay. Again, it's, uh, that's if it gives off a, um, a good light, a clear light. But this is the discussion of what to use, what to use. So Shemin Zayis is the best, but any of the other ones, except the ones on the list, are, are not that good. What about electric lights? What about electric lights? Shiloh that comes up in hotels and in hospitals. Could you use an electric light? Uh, to um, fulfill the mitzvah. So the rugged shaver, Rabbi Yosef Rosen, says one does not fulfill the mitzvah with electric lights. You have to use something with ash. An electric light is not ash. Uh, most posts can assume that one does fulfill the mitzvah. One, you do fulfill the mitzvah in a, in, a, in a certain way. In which ways? So, interesting cases. So, Rabbi Abishol, here in the Chubas Erlet, Sion says, you, you only go to the mitzvah. What the takana, what does a candle use, usually look like? You have a wick. And the wax is there, and that's the source for the, uh, that's the fuel for the candle, for the wick. Or you have a wick sitting in oil. So the oil is the material and the fuel for the, for the wick. But here by electricity, says the Arletzion, every second new electricity, a new current is coming in. And therefore, that's not comparable to our case. Mishum shebachashmal korega magia zerem chadash. Shaklal lo shaykh la laka rishona. I do the first halaka. I have no connection to the light that happened later on. That's from the electrical current. So the Shubas Arletzion is not a fan of electric because of that. And there are others that also say that. Rav Moshe is quoted in the Radiance of Shabbos. 
that uh, one can use them if that's the only choice, but he is not convinced that one should make a bracha on them. Let's say you're in a hospital in Lutzlar, it's in Eretz Yisrael that you generally allow you to light Hanukkah, uh, Shabbos candles in specified areas. But if one can, so then, you know, one can uh, be go to the mitzvah where Moshe says not to make a bracha, but another post came where Vavadir, see Pesach, right, um, that no, even uh, on electric candles, it one could even make a uh, uh, can even make a bracha. He quotes this from Rosh Pesach, where Vadia writes in the Tshuva, "Vein mitzvahs near Shabbos etzem hadlaka elajayish talshulus she in near dolik dolik b'Shabbos." You have a near that was lit on Shabbos, so you did it, you arranged it, you turned on the light, so that would be uh, okay. Then one might ask, is there a filling between flore- um incandescent, where there's a filament that might be called ash, uh, versus uh, LED lights or fluorescent lights? So there is, is also a machlok as whether those could be used uh, themselves because it might not be a din of ash. It might just be a different uh, difference of fluorescent. Um, and that is, um, what is it? Oh, I forgot to mention before. In the Orlet Sion, we said you can't use a regular electric because the fuel's not there. But if you have a battery-powered a battery powered um, light, then you wouldn't be able to use it because there, the power, the source of fuel is there. It's not just a current that's coming in from the outside. So it's there, so therefore a battery would be would be better. But we said, according to other postgame maker, then you could do it, just don't make a bracha. And other postgame say, Ravadi says you could even make a bracha on the electric uh, candles. That's in terms of, of the what. So again, we have the clearest, uh, the paraffin, the shem and zayis. And you have a summary there on page 90 of all the different um, uh, fuels to use, the advantages, the disadvantages, and the psychalacha of whether it can be used or, or not. Good. So now we spoke about the why and the how many and the what. And now we got to talk about the where. The where. Where is the best place to light Shabbos candles? Right. Let's say somebody's eating over somewhere else on Friday night. Do you light at home? Do you light where you eat? So one needs, what's clear is that one needs to get hana from the candles. You need to get some kind of pleasure from the candles. The Aguda, one of the Rishonim writes, so Bukayets, in the summertime, where Shabbos is very late, you can make early Shabbos and eat during the day. What the candle that you lit before and it's not going to do anything, right? Because right now you want to eat outside. It's very nice outside. What do you have to do? Make long candles so that by the time you come back inside, it's still lit. If you lit a candle and went right outside, and by the time you came back, it was empty, it was out, then obviously it was worthless, says the Aguda. You have to make sure that it, it is long enough to be able to uh, give you Hana uh, when you get back. And the Shokhanar quotes a similar idea. If I light in the house, in a corner, and I'm eating in my Chatzar, if the candles aren't so long that they last till I get home, you have to get some type of hanaf. You have to get some type of hanaf from the candles or else it is a, a, um, a prop. Uh, the Shofanara does say that one is allowed to uh, make Kiddush and eat in a different place from where the candles are. Right? He says, you know, it's better if you... If you if you have the candles there, but if you need to, if you need to eat in a different place, you can. But again, the, the candles you have to get hana from, maybe beforehand, maybe afterwards. But uh, one needs to to uh, get some type of uh, hana. The Mr. Bura um, sides with the postkim who say that uh, one should only rely on this in um, in cases of uh, serious severe distress. 
severe distress, right? In some cases of of shasa trak mamish. But in general, one should try to have the candles in a place where one eats and enjoy them um, during the time that one is um, that one is eating. Peskichubas also quotes that another option. Let's say I'm eating out somewhere, but I want to light at home. So I can uh, be Makabal Shabbos, right? When you light is also something that we'll talk about this mm-hmm. next time. But the Piskechuvis quotes, another option is that if you say, according to most posts, can we mention that electric candles are also Yotze, the mitzvah with them. So before you go out, let's say you're worried that the candle is going to go out, but before you get home. So before you go out, turn the light on and off, off and on, and then light the candle. Have in mind that that's part of your light into the candles. And then when you light the candles, fine, even if it goes out, but part of your uh, Halakas uh, Shabbos and the Bracha went on the electric light, which is still going to be on when you come home from where you ate on Friday night. Good. Could a number of people light candles in the same place? Right. You might say, is that is that Shalom Bayez? There's already plenty of light here. Plenty of, uh, there's enough light here. So can many people light in the same place? Let's say you go to a, a daughter, goes to her parents for Shabbos. Could she light? So the Maharil says, Shnayim v'shloshem balibatem ochlem makam Everyone can make a bracha on their own menorah. Even though there's plenty of light. Says the Maharal, even though the was not so sure about this. This is what I think. This is what I think. Why? Why could you light three different families, three different women at the same place? More light, there's more shalom bias. Still, there's more candles that leads to um, greater shalom bias and greater uh, greater uh, one. The Shulchan Arach quotes both opinions. Shulchan Arach quotes both opinions. It says, therefore, you should not make a bracha. Meaning, if you have five people lighting in the hotel, if you have uh, right near each other, or if you have a number of people, a number of kids that are, all went to the parents' house for Yantif, so the Shulchan Arach says, only the Baalas Abayas makes the bracha. They could all listen and say amen and then light their own candles. But only the Balabais makes the bracha. And the Ramad says, no, we make the bracha ourselves. Look at the Shofan Arach in 47. Arachaim Gimel. If two or three families reading in one place, Yesh Omrim. Some say, Some say, everybody should make a bracha on their own. The Some say, maybe not. Be Zoyer, Savik Brachas, Hagov, Aval Anu, Enoagin Kane. The Ramah says, We don't hold of this. We don't say this. We say that everybody can make their own Bracha, even if they're in the same place. Everybody can make their own uh, Bracha. The Bishop Ruth says, If it's possible to light, if every family has their own room, so then maybe, you know, you can light in the room. It's better. If you have your own Makam Yuchad, says the Mishnah Bura, Dead their Miyuchad, though, if one of them has their own room, which most families do. Even though you don't eat there, you're only sleeping there. You can make a bracha there, but that's not generally done. We don't light candles in anywhere except the kitchen or the dining room area. So that's generally not done, but it could help in the uh, in the following case as we will uh, see what an option is in terms of hotels. And we'll get back to this uh, this case as well. So what about hotels? So hotels often, they have you, if they they could have it set up, in the in the uh, dining hall, you have a place to light candles. So, according to the Shulchan Aruch, you can't make a bracha on those. It's a bunch of candles together. It's not being most, if anything. So you can't make a bracha on those. 
according to uh, Sfardim. But according to Ashken, why well, they should they should get together and listen to one woman make a bracha, say amen, and then lie. But according to Rama, the Rama would say they they can't make a bracha. They can't make a bracha. Um, the problem is that often the hotel set up these tables in the lobby where it's not anywhere you can get hanah from. Right? You lie, and then everybody goes inside. No, they should have it set up in the dining room. But if they don't have it set up in the dining room, that's a big problem. Big problem. And that's why many Boskin would say that's a brachal of Atala. To light in a lobby where no one is, you're going to light in some corner and then leave? No, that's a problem. And he quotes this from uh, Rav uh, Elio and the Shmir Shabbos, Ramosha Feinstein. Ramosha Elio does say uh, if it's a place where cookie, cake, and coffee are served, not just in a lobby moment where nobody ever stays there, but it's where cake and coffee and you might have a piece of cake here, so then maybe it's okay. Then maybe it would be okay in that um, in that regard. So again, the Mamar Mordechai also uh, mentions this, right, this is the Mordechai Leo in the Chuvis. You can't light in the room. That's for security purposes. So Mordechai if you light in the lobby, no one can make the bracha. No one can make the bracha. You have to get some enough from it. um, situations that one wants to uh, be yotze even in a even in a, uh, a hotel situation says the chotashani veefshar shem achreish shachosim lebeisam bishos lo shabbos yitam oetzet varachila right that's a uh, not the hotel case but the case where again you have you have long candles so you you aren't uh, you didn't get any hanah from them yet so when you come back late eat something eat something out of the candles or as we said before light a put a light on just in case they would go out you could also do that in, in a hotel. When a woman's about to, light, about to light candles in the hotel, what should she do? She should first turn off and on a light in the hotel room. So she asks Kavana, that's part of my lighting. That, that, that light goes straight down and do the candle and make the bracha on the uh, candles. That's what the Piskei Shuvah's quotes. She turns it off and on. You can even use the bathroom light. Even the bathroom light in the hotel. And then right after she goes straight and lights by the wherever it is, wherever the hotel wants her to light. So then that would be um, that would be okay as well because the lighting, the mitzvah would be include the lighting that she did in the uh, in the room. One final point, uh, and that is, so now we just said that sometimes oh electric lights you can even light, you can even light, but there's a problem. The Shmir Shabbos brings up. So nowadays we're going to light candles, so we're going to light candles. But if the lights are on in the room. Then what good are my candles doing? Is this really more adding shalom bias? Is adding shalom bias by light? This my candles are doing nothing. Right? Like we said before, shraga batira mayahani. Right. So, so what do you do? What do you do in this situation? Could you really make a bracha on lining halakas near Shabbos anymore? So many poskimers, Shlomo Zalman and Rav Moshe and Rav Yaakov and Rav Avadia, all suggest in the Abbot of Fifty Three there in the radius of Shabbos. They all say, you know what a woman should do right before she lights candles? She should turn the light off and then turn the light on and then go light the candles. So that the turning on the light is part of the lighting the candles, right? If she if she um, didn't do that, then it's like she's lighting and there's no purpose. 
But if she turns the light off and, and turns the light then on, then that would that would uh, work. And he quotes says that this was the practice of Rav Moshe and Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky and others. Rav Moshe Sarbach, the Chuvas Anogos, is not as concerned uh, as the other postkim in this. And that's why the minhag of most women is not to turn the light off and on. The minhag of most women is just to do their thing. Right, the river Sturmbach says, Vini Analonogin Ladaktik Baza, Lanikadapka Lashulchan, Batam Nirish, Slainu Enanaros Lahir. Nowadays, the lights aren't only to give light. Shaddai Lazeba Electri Shabacheder. I have the electric light. Rock, covet Shabbos, Lashanos Baor Hashabas. What I might call the ambiance. There's an ambiance when there are candles lit. And even if you want to say that nowadays the candles don't add light, but they do add ambiance. You go into a fancy place, there are candles lit. Ra covet Shabbos, Lashanus Bar Shabbos. Lachain, Afsha or Bacheda, Adikin Nevis, we hung over Shabbos. The Imkain, Hayomi Kermel covet Lavav, Lomish, the Mishangin Makar. Behold, he continues, but there is a, a heter. So again, if a woman wants to follow the practice of many postkim, Rev Yaakov and Rev Shlomo Zalman and Rev Moshe, to turn the light off and on and then go light, wonderful. And if not, just do anything. Rev Sturmbach says it is all okay. Also, Chubos. Uh, the also summarizes uh, this and says, though it's preferable to turn off the electric lights before lighting, uh, it is okay if one didn't do that, it is fine. And that's what it says. Ulam in Adin, towards the end of 55. After the Halakmiris of Racha, even if it's lit, because nowadays the Shalom Bayes element is not just about light, but it is about the uh, issues of ambiance, and just like when you walk into a fancy restaurant, there's an ambiance because there are candles on the table, so too when it comes to uh, Halakas Neiris, Halakas Neiris Shabbos. Okay, this was Halakas Neiris Part 1. We look forward to having Part 2 next time we meet.